Welcome back to Talking About Alliance, the one and only Alliance Recap Podcast. We are on episode nine. I'm Ari. Joining me is Hirsch. Hello, Hirsch. Hello, Ari. How are you? I'm good. Uh, no guests this week, um, but we have a lot to go over, uh, so I think we got to dive right in. All right, let's do it. Uh, well, so um, I think we were last recording during the very beginning of the immunity challenge. Um, so let's talk about that. It was the Blizzard challenge, which was uh, something we now see every season, the server challenge where sort of a command hunt race um, within its own server with a bunch of different channels. Uh, and the way it worked was there were three teams uh, broken up teams of three and the winning team would then compete against each other the team with the lowest time uh, and the winner of that would win immunity yeah the the, the server challenge is uh, is always fun um, started with the haunted house all the way back in um, Chattern and uh, you know and then they did the uh, we did the sandstorm in Mojo Desert, and then uh, the server challenge was um, the uh, the labyrinth or the maze. I forget what was it called in a uh, dark forest. Uh, I think it was the dungeon, right? The dungeon, yes. The dungeon was a lot of fun, and so this season we got the snowstorm. The teams were the teams were split by how they had finished in um, Splatterball. And so it really didn't allow uh, it allowed for some interesting pairings, people who wouldn't you wouldn't who wouldn't necessarily be uh, working together uh, normally um, fighting for immunity um, and leaving the other people to think maybe they should throw. Um, by my reckoning, it didn't look like anybody was trying to throw, but a lot of people were doing uh, poorly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the three teams, um, it says. Uh... Per the instructions, they were assigned based on finishing positions in Splatterball and or scheduling, um, which I, I guess leaves some wiggle room for the possibility of production putting together people in a way that they would want. Um, and that kind of is how it went. You have so team one was 15, 16, Shannon, and Tobias. Uh, team two was Wind, KT, and Bread. Team three was DC, Stark, and Spencer. Um, and we uh, definitely forced some people together. Uh, pretty much each team had at least one person from both sides of the previous vote. I, I don't know how well I would have done. Um, there was some, there was some sticky, uh, there was some sticky commands in there that uh, every team got, got, got stuck on. Um, there were multiple time penalties uh, handed out uh, across the uh, across the competition, and um, yeah, the uh, production said it would take about an hour, and um, and that proved in in, the, in each case, I guess all three teams ended up taking over an hour. Um, and for, so, from a viewer standpoint, having it start like mid afternoon, uh, all the way up until 10 p.m. at least my time, um, it made for uh, it made for a long a long evening of. Uh, of uh, alliance, but uh, the uh, these uh, these off-server uh, challenges are, uh, are 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 as much a gift to the to the viewers as they are to the players. So uh, it's it's always fun to watch. 
I think the in terms of the trios, the biggest um, uh, most interesting pairing was um, with Team Two, Wind and KT being together, and we immediately got the confessionals from Wind. Oh God, how, what's going to happen here? I'm with the person who uh, who, who loses every challenge. Yeah, um, and then we got KT kind of saying, "Well, we should try to hint to Team Three that they should throw it so that Stark loses immunity." And Wind's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, let's do that." <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I went back and looked at uh, what KT uh, said was her alluding to the fact that DC throwing, um, I didn't see it. So uh, I, I, I found it very amusing that uh, if she, if she was saying it, she was very, perhaps too subtle. Um, so uh, the quick recap for the challenge, um, so if trio one went, uh, they, so with their voice channel, the, one of the interesting parts of the very first command, well, I guess there was some part we couldn't see where the players had to race to an area to team up. Um, and then, so the very first thing they had to do was it, the bot would trigger with any combination of what. If you said, okay, now what? Or what do we do here? Or used a command what? Um, that would move you to the next step. Um, for team one, uh, because they had a voice channel and they weren't typing anything that they were chatting, they were probably saying what a bunch of times, uh, but they couldn't come up with the right command. I think it took them four, 15, 14 or 15 minutes to type in what is it and at least just get to the second area. Yeah. Um, production production had uh, had a... Uh alluded to the had a basically kind of hinted that they felt that a, a voice channel for this challenge would actually be a, a detriment to uh to the team and um and uh i believe even meg was pointing that out and she was right um the the two teams that uh the two teams that used a voice did not uh they're they were like you said they're talking about it and, and they're not typing it you know and and, and and you know and they could have been typing it um, and, and they probably would have gotten there a lot sooner. So yeah, voice channel ended up being uh, one of those instances where it was not a good idea. So they went and they finished, uh, they got stuck um, a bit in the second part. Uh, they finished in uh, an hour and 18 minutes plus the 20 minutes of extra time. Trio two went and had a little bit of better luck. Uh, still took them over an hour, but only to take one hint penalty for an extra 10 minutes. And then trio three, uh, we had the same problem, I think, as the first one took even longer. And then they hit a part where they didn't read the instructions and had to take an extra 10 minutes of penalty time or 20 minutes of uh, no, 10 minutes of penalty time because they didn't climb in the right order because yeah. they hadn't read what to do. And that didn't end up making the difference, but it's another communication breakdown that was hurting one of the teams. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's an emoji for a reason. Read, I mean, it's uh, if 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 you if anyone who's listening to this uh, is thinking uh, uh, about ever playing Alliance, um, it's an amazing thing just how important reading is to a text based reality game i don't know it's it's it's, it's almost counterintuitive 
so it was Trio 2 that uh, got the win in the first stage. And so Brad, Wind, and KT moved on to the individual portion, which uh, was, so the way it worked was you started and uh, the, a bot would type in a bunch of words once per second for a full minute, so 60 words, and you have to type in repeating as many as possible over that time period. Um, and uh, I, th I think they all did fairly well, not exceptionally. It looked like it was tricky to manage with the words, um, and I think all of them kind of got caught up a bit on typos, slowing them down. But in the end, it was wind with 36 out of 60 points, taking home the immunity in that third part. Um, and, the, and I think that uh, I think that kind of uh, I think that kind of uh, subverted uh, people's expectations of uh, of the results there when they saw that the when they saw the three that would be going through this and, and exactly what the what the challenge involved uh, the, the lounge seemed to be leaning pretty heavily towards uh, KT as being the uh, the, the potential winner um, and then Bread came out and busted out a great score that that just just destroyed KT score. Yeah, and then like you said, Wynn came on on top of that, and um, he started bad. He had like four or five typos right off the bat, but then he picked it up and uh, and uh, and pretty easily won the whole thing. So uh, kudos to uh, kudos to Mr. Wynn for getting his uh, his first immunity uh, his individual first individual immunity uh, challenge win of the uh, of the season. I'm not sure if he would ever have been on the block this go round. Um, but he said it definitely helped, at least for his confession, it definitely helped him uh, kind of be more active in pushing votes in a certain direction rather than lying back, waiting for things to happen around him. Exactly. It, it, it gave him it gave him the cover he needed to be stronger about his opinion. Um, so, yeah, good on good, good on him. Uh, so that leads to the post-tribal scrambling. And I think this is one unlike we've really ever seen. Um, you said you had sort of a timeline breakdown. Um, well, yeah. And, um, you know, and I'll, and I'll just kind of hit it bullet points um, and, and, and certainly uh, chime in where you think I'm missing stuff or, uh, you know, um, but yeah, because this is a, this was one of the craziest, uh, you know, 18 hour periods. I think uh, we've, we've probably uh, seen in the uh, you know 18 20 hour periods we've seen in the history of alliance um but as of sunday night when it went to sleep when i when, when they all seemed to kind of shut down for the night it looked like that the uh, arunima six or no the rutkies the rootki six <coughs> had decided to uh leave a uh, wind by the wayside and they were going to split their votes three on stark three on Shannon and whatever wind Shannon and Stark decided to do, it wouldn't matter because they would be three on three on three. And this was music to Tobias's ears. Cause this was what he needed to be able to make that the move that he and wind wanted to make. Um, he could flop his vote and then basically Shannon Stark um, wind and Tobias could, um, could basically pick their poison. Um, there was still the, uh, the question of whether or not Stark and Shannon would trust Tobias. Um, having seeing as how he had just, you know, flipped on them for uh, taking out Spidey, but um, the viewers lounge was 
excited. The uh, wind and wind and uh, Tobias were excited, and uh, everyone went to sleep thinking that uh, there was a good chance Hen seemed to be the target um, or early that uh, that there'd be a three 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 tie, and then um, they'd go to a tiebreaker, and um, one of the Arunima three would be going home, and uh, and there was much rejoicing in the land until the next morning. When was the uh, when was the first time you caught wind that uh, that things had changed, Ari? Um, well, yeah. So um, as you mentioned, there's a kind of a lot of sequences or in this uh, that led up to the tribal. So let's tackle this one at a time. Um, so with this split vote idea, and we talked about it a little bit on the last podcast, it kind of felt like they're just doing a split because they want to pull off a split vote without really thinking about the consequences of it for a while. Um, and yeah, as you mentioned, Tobias was totally ready to go. All right, we're going to mess this up. It's going to be a 4-3-2 and an easy way to send someone home. Um, I think it's, it's just poor awareness on the part of the root cause to have that much confidence in people like Spencer, Brad, Tobias, that they almost don't talk to as much as talk at and say, this is what's going to happen. And basically have said multiple times things like, we're going to the final four together. And if you read, like, very easy to read between the lines saying that means that I'm out fourth. Yeah, I mean, they, they weren't, they were never, uh, they were never subtle about it. And um, it was, uh, it was a classic uh, power had gone to their head. There was hubris involved. There was uh, hubris. And uh, it's just, um, it was a, a really, really bad strategy. And, um, you know, and um, to the credit of uh, maybe the least likely of the players to figure it out, uh, of those three to figure it out, uh, someone quickly realized the next morning um, overnight that it was maybe not the best way to go. Uh, Yeah, so I think it was probably DC, who was usually the first one online every morning, um, probably realized overnight that the split vote was just not necessary or no was it someone else the first i saw was kt hitting um both him and dm and saying hey i've been thinking about this and i realized that if we go three 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 all it takes is one person and they'll be able to to flip and they'll be able to control which of us goes home um so with that in mind she um she figured they could uh, afford one errant vote. Um, and so they got, they decided to put five, they decided to get five strong at the very least and, and focus it all on one person. Uh, yeah. And um, the other reasoning that I saw, and I think it might've been DC's or maybe it was hens that um, they were more likely to have an, and they'd be more likely at this point to have an extra vote than a, um, an, than an idol, a full idol. Uh, and I'm not quite sure why they would think that, maybe because they had the vote blessing from earlier. Um, and the other sort of weird thing is, is that I don't know if they realized that they thought that someone would spill that there was a split vote, thus opening the possibility for an extra vote paying off. Um, a lot of it was weird. Uh, so I think at one point it just became everyone vote dark. And then it also became, well, let's put 
four or five votes on Stark, and we'll put one vote on uh, on Shannon. Um, and I think at one point the reasoning was if it's ties and goes to a revote, Shannon wouldn't be able to revote because she was she had a vote against her. But I'm not quite sure how they thought it would go to a revote anyway. They were plus they were wrong. <laughs> they were afraid. I think they did the five one thing because they figured if somebody flipped then yeah i'm with you there man i don't know i don't know what their reasoning was on that they were they wrongly assumed that if shannon had a vote against her in tribal council and the other two in front tied that on the revote shannon wouldn't be able to vote because she had had a vote cast against her but anyone who's watch survivor knows or alliance knows that that is just not the case so um it was go ahead <laughs> and i also and i didn't realize until i was just saying this i don't really know why it would have been a tied vote um because if there was that one vote on shannon and it was a tied vote that vote could have just gone on stark in the first place yeah 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 um i think they eventually decided that the um to have DC, and again, this plays into um, their hubris. They figured they were going to be fine with five. Um, they figured they had bread, um, and they figured they had Tobias, or they figured they might have had Spencer. So they figured they had five solid, which would be um, enough on any given day, uh, assuming no idol. Um, they had DC flip his vote to Shan, and we're going to uh, tell wind to vote for Shannon. Um, and this was maybe going to be like a wind loyalty test. If he voted for Shannon um, and somehow Stark played an idol, then it would be two, two. Um, and it would, and they would be able to get out uh, Shannon on the revote. Um, but, but again, like you said, like if they don't trust wind to begin with, why, why throw that one errant vote on Shannon? Um, because there's no guarantee that, you know, it'll be, it'll be added to, to, to force a, a five, two, two. So, um, they had the right, you know, the, the execution wasn't entirely there. Um, but they did and were smart to get off that, that full, that full split. Um, and seemingly, uh, you know, had a, had a good target as, as far as we knew, because, um, at least as far as the viewers lounge knew, because, um, you know, Stark did not have an idol. He only had that half idol. Um, and so, yeah, but about, about, about noon, my time, um, KT, DC, and Hen were feeling pretty confident about the plan because they pretty much checked out for the next four hours. Um, and, and, and then it's in, this, uh, it's in this little period of time where uh, things get really interesting. So with that wind vote, um, it, it was like, so the last round, they gave wind the wrong name in case he leaked it for an idle play. Um, and we're basically planning to have him vote by himself. And he was very clear, I think, afterwards, saying, I didn't want to go along with your fake vote and vote by myself. And I, they decided the best solution to that was to try the exact same thing with him this round. And we still, so and he never really said anything about it, um, at least not to other players. I can't imagine he was very happy with being given that fake vote for a second straight round. And I don't think that would push him much towards 
wanting to vote with them. No, no, it didn't. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was poor form um, and poor. Uh, I mean, if you look at it from multiple point of views, um, it's uh, it's it's not good gamesmanship. It's poor strategy, and um, if this is somebody you're planning to vote out at some point down the road, uh, to to just leave them hang hang them, hang them out to dry like that two times in a row. Um, that's just, that's crap jury management. Um, so, uh, so Wind and Tobias were, uh, were pretty much dead set at this point that, um, you know, Tobias, you know, about this time, you know, Tobias comes into Wind and he goes, dude, there, we're off, the, we're off the split. What are we going to do? You know, and they, uh, they realize that between with those two and the, uh, Shannon Stark, they've only got four. Um, and now that they know that's not enough because they're seeing at least five go on Stark. And they're thinking at this point, they are going to have to flip either bread or Spencer and get one of them to vote with them to get out one of the uh, three. Um, and so um, you have, the next thing that I have is um, by noon, you haven't had, we've seen, Lounge complaining because to, uh, Stark and Shannon had basically done nothing. Uh, after pretty much being told that the split was off, they were going to be in trouble. And we were seeing a lot of defeatism from Stark. And this is where Tobias says, This is the road that leads to me getting fifth or sixth place. And I'm going to have me, I have to change something. And he starts pushing everywhere. He goes to Stark. Stark doesn't have anything. Uh, I think he pr- tries Shannon, doesn't get anywhere talks to bread uh, and uh, at some point in here there's also a conversation between Spencer and bread um, and I don't yeah. quite know what led to this but we learn that bread thinks as Tobias is trying to push people bread thinks that he can go to the end not only can he get to the end with any two of the Rutke trio he also thinks that he can beat them in the end yeah, this is a uh, this is one of the, this is one of the the combos in that little four hour block of time that I'm or at least that little t- period of time I'm just kind of earmarking is about four hours that m- post noon, you know, to to late afternoon period of time where uh, one of the three more important conversations that happened, um, and uh, you know, and yeah, like you said, Spencer basically comes to the conclusion that Bread thinks he beats any of them in the final, and that Bread doesn't have any um inclination of uh of flipping so if spencer doesn't flip here he's not going to get another chance to break up that trio and this is what um you know this is basically uh what causes uh spencer to reach out to um tobias and, and wind and kind of uh lock down or he reaches out to tobias and kind of locks down um locks down their 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 plan Uh, yeah so at this point it looks pretty tough for um the aruna was basically looking like rook is going to sweep and with spencer and brett not making a stand against them that it's running out of time for much of anything to happen um the lounge starts to get a bit defeated at this point and then we start to see tobias really start pushing um with Spencer especially, and just sort of as we get into 
early mid-afternoon, I think, this is around when this happens. Yeah, it was like uh, about 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 my time. Um, and, and like I told you, I was uh, I was in a bad mood at work the entire day. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, was, uh, I was getting hammered with work for one thing, and I was just annoyed with what I was seeing on Alliance. Um, it was just driving me crazy. Um, and about 4.30, you know, I had logged off for the day. Um, and I pop open my, uh, my personal laptop and finally Spencer gets back with Tobias and Spencer basically says, this is, this, we, we have to do it now. You, me, Winshan Stark. And, 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 and he's like, let's do it. And they, and, uh, and they start talking about who they want to get out. Well, I think the other part actually did that. Do the other part happen first? Which part? Which part? Uh, the, um, with bread. Yeah, Spencer bread happened like, you know, uh, like around two or something like that, I believe. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and then, and so Spencer kind of disappears for a couple of hours. He isn't responding to Tobias because Tobias just basically laid it out on the table. He's like, none of us are breaking up that threesome if we don't do it right now. Um, and then Spencer comes in and goes, I absolutely agree. This is the chance. Um, who do you think? And Tobias is like, let's take out DC. And Spencer's like, well, I was thinking KT. Um, and I think they ended up kind of settling on the somewhere in the middle. And they decide that they're going to target Hen. Wynn's got no problem with that because he's got an idol. And, you know, he, he, and it's taking and it's breaking up those three. And, and Hen was um, the first person that, um, that they may have uh, kind of dis- discussed earlier in the day. Um, but then Tobias, for whatever reason, offered up DC and then Spencer wanted KT and they settled on him. Um, and then it spreads out to Shannon and Stark and to wind um, that uh, Hen is the target. Um, and there's something that I'm just going to kind of throw in as just a, a little uh, addendum here is that um, Tobias did a lot, like you were saying, Tobias did a lot of heavy lifting. If um, he's getting everybody in this right mindset to make the move right here, right now, he's getting, he's prepping Shannon and Stark to think that they have a chance and that they're not just giving up. Um, he and he's, you know, he's confirming all of this with Wynn and he's the one who basically brokered this deal with Spencer. Um, Wind, he had the idol and he ended up not really doing much pushing on anything. He just kind of laid back and let this all kind of happen around him and, and had the information filter to him. Um, so I, I'm going to be curious to see how that kind of plays out. But so, yeah, by about 4.30, um, Spencer and Tobias are settled on Hen. The word starts spreading. And um, and uh, it seems like, yeah, it looks like our boy Hen is going to be voted out five to four. But other things are happening at the same time. While they're making setting all this up in place, Shannon and Stark are talking, and uh, and 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 Shannon has uh, is talking to him about. What, you, were you there for that when, when Shannon asked Stark for a certain? Oh, yeah, item? I was online uh, most of the day. Um, but I wanted to go back a minute um, to before this step took place, and uh, just kind of focus on Tobias for a couple minutes about how he really put himself on an island. Uh, in pushing for this vote, you know, he, and this, I extremely respect this and he's been really good at it in making these speeches and in talking to people and 
not only in finding a strategy, but also executing it, which is so much harder. Um, but he, I mean, he could very easily have said, I'm not on the block here. I have a safe five or six. We can reevaluate later. But he, in recognizing that if I go further with these three in the game, they're just going to take me out and the rest of us one by one. And I need to do this now in order to have a chance to get to the end. Um, I think in that was really what set, I think, everyone in motion in the end. And we'll see if he even if it gets credit for that. But it's the kind of thing that just from a viewer's perspective was great to see. Yeah, it's the thing that uh, that will make for a salty viewer's lounge if Tobias isn't at final tribal and, and gets like zero votes. <laughs> because we got to see... We saw his fingers in about four different pies. The only people he didn't talk to really were, uh, oh yeah, he was, and, and actually, yeah, he was actually, he was still talking with him, um, KT and DC, who'd come up, come back on later on in the afternoon and were confirming his vote with them. And he's just like, yep, yep, I'm on board, not a problem. Meanwhile, he's still, you know, he's working behind the scenes. And like I said, he's just getting everybody in the right mindset at the very least. Um, and uh, yeah, his conversation with, um, with Spencer was really good. Uh, Spencer threw out um, KT, and like I said, Tobias originally wanted DC, and 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 he it was just a slight pushback, just to 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 have just to, to throw out another suggestion, um, and the viewers lounge kind of freaked out a little bit and like just 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 do what he say, do what he do what he say, Tobias, just go with it. Spencer's rolling with you, do what he says. Uh, is what the viewers lounge was saying because like they didn't want Tobias to scare Spencer off and make him have to start having second thoughts. Um, so he just a little bit of pushback and he took it back and, you know, and, and they, they settled on that middle ground. And so uh, at that point it appeared like that was going to, that was such a crucial conversation and he handled it so well. Um, and so uh, I give him um, all props for, for handling a very mercurial person in Spencer in such a, such a deft manner. Um, yeah, he, he handled that perfectly. Um, yes, that's um, about three o'clock Eastern time. Uh, I'm looking at this now. Um, Spencer then logs out for a couple hours. Uh, Tobias sends a couple more, not long, but fairly consequential messages to him saying, um, yeah, saying the, that we need to make this move now. Otherwise, Brad's going to be with them. They're going to go to the end. Something needs to happen. He goes, so Spencer logs off. Meanwhile, Shannon and Stark start talking. Um, and it, it's, the catalyst for this was weird. They kind of seem to mostly be giving up. Um, Shannon asks uh, Stark if she can have his half of the idol uh, so that, you know, maybe she can do something with it later. And that is what finally prompts Stark to say, well, maybe I can find the other half. And decide <coughs> to go to his buddy, Brad, who has talked about it and say, hey, remember when we talked about that deal about protecting each other with these half idols? Let's, I think now would be a good time. Um, point A, mad props to Shannon for just straight up asking for it. A lot of a lot of players wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable doing like just saying, "Hey, 
if it looks like you're going, um, throw me that half idle. I'll, I'll actually be able to use it later down the road probably. So, uh, but like you said, yeah, that got his wheels turning and it got him talking to bread and, um, and, uh, how did that go? <laughs> well, um, so I think bread, so I think in the understanding bread's motivation, he wants to be seen. He does not want to be a goat. Um, and so he talks with Stark. They talk about their halves of the idol. Um, and Bread's concern appears to be mostly in uh, wanting to get credit for this move and wanting to be perceived as having made a big move. So, it, but I think so. He ends up seeing this as an opportunity to make that move, um, a big move that he can put on his resume and shake up the game. Um, the other factor also is that I think he realized while talking to Spencer that the, in his mind, the only person that he can't beat in the end is DC. And he wants to get rid of that right away. Yeah. Um, his, um, his stated excuse is interesting. Um, I just saw in a, in a confessional um, a little later that um, he was, uh, I don't know if he was actually thinking about it, and I'm, and I'm only saying this because of something I saw in a confessional just tonight. I don't know if he was actually thinking of doing it before Stark suggested it. It may have been, he might've had an inkling to do it, um, but I don't know that he was going to do it until Stark suggested it. Um, and that's just the, that's just the impression I get from this, uh, from this DM I just saw this evening. Um, and like you said, maybe the uh, conversation with Spencer started kind of getting him, thinking about it too but it didn't take him long to uh to respond in the affirmative to stark that like yes let's do this but in typically dramatic bread fashion um what what does he say i'll give it to you how long before tribal well so the agreement is bread's gonna give it to stark nine minutes before tribal meanwhile he's gonna log off to swim practice he also uh, is very he he basically says it like I'll just vote, just trust me. He does this to a bunch of people and says, just trust me, vote this way. And I think in his mind, he's going to throw votes onto Stark, um, not realizing that he can probably just as easily throw them onto DC, uh, but he manages to come up in his head with just enough votes between, I think himself, Shannon and Stark on DC to get uh, some sort of idled out uh, with three votes. Uh, so he goes to swim practice in the meantime, Spencer logs on and immediately messages about four different people saying, all right, let's make a move. Uh, I think he might have had sort of an epiphany while talking to Bread that Bread is going to stick with those four all the way to the end. And after there's eight people left in the game, that's going to be too late. He has to do this now when there's five on the other side to make something happen. So meanwhile, Stark catches wind, now has to, catches wind of the plan, now has two completely different plans um, because Spencer is only going to go along with, or he's not going to go with a DC vote. Yeah, I'm not sure why uh, Spencer was so against voting for DC. Um, he, I think he saw, in his conversation with Tobias, he mentioned that he saw DC as a... Uh, as the shield um, that he could use to kind of, you know, but um, which is fine. Um, 
And at this point, in the viewers' lounge, I'm, we're, we're, we might be thinking this whole thing could fall apart. Um, I, I was sitting there worried that if uh, if Stark comes back to uh, to Wind and uh, Tobias and says, "Brett is in, we need you to vote for DC," that there might be some pushback from them, you know, because it's just you know too much shit going on. Um, and all this is, of course, assuming that Brett actually gives him the half idol, which he still didn't have. He had to wait how long before that actually landed in his, uh, in his, gotten to his possession? In, uh, nine minutes before tribal. Um, and, and the conversation with Brett was like mid-afternoon, right? So it's like two, two hours, you know, they're sitting there wondering, is he actually going to do this? Uh, and um, so Stark and Shannon come up with a different plan where in, uh, they can get Brad and Spencer on the same page. Uh, so Stark's gonna, it, apparently once the two half idols are in the same person's possession, they magically form. So Stark's gonna send his half to Shannon and then probably maybe send the half back to Brad as a form of trust. Um, but I wanted to pause here for a minute. Um, in Stark and Shannon's position, Tobias and Wynn still don't know the full plans to either extent. Um, what, where is the best way for them to play this with these two different plans that, uh, you know, and especially knowing that they won't agree on a target? Because this is where I was kind of thinking about it for a while when it was looking like this, and they don't quite have the best answer. Honestly, I mean, I think... If somebody's going to give you a half idol, you take it, um, and you and you try not to ruffle any feathers with that person before you do. Um, if I had been them, I might have gone. Do you, <laughs> I don't know. Do you do you go with the one that requires fewer moving pieces, or do you go with the one that's you know that's going to get you a half idol? Um, do you go with the one that's going to give you more numbers moving forward. Do you go with you know, it's uh, it's a tough position to be in, um, and um, so I'm not really sure what I would have done. I think my inclination would have been to kind of go with the Tobias Wind Spencer plan, um, and while allowing Bread to give me the half idol. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean the tricky part was that no matter what you do you're probably going to be leaving one of Brett or Spencer in the dark with this. Um, unless you are overly transparent, um, which they didn't end up doing and potentially risking someone leaking something or, you know, moving back to the other side and messing up the whole vote as um, the other risk. Um, the scenario that was brought up in the viewers lounge, uh, which would have made great television um, is if, you, you left Tobias, Wind, and Spencer on one plan to vote uh, to vote for Hen, and then Shannon and Stark went with Bread on the plan to vote DC. And you come up with a 3-3 split, and then everything kind of, I don't know if it would have worked out great for them. I mean, it would have worked. It would have been great television. The part that would have really intrigued me, and everyone kind of on a revote, could have just voted however they wanted. It's an odd number of people. There's no risk of rocks. Um, yeah. And kind of whichever way it went would have worked out, which would have been fun. 
the other big thing is that KT would have had to make a vote, potentially the deciding vote. And you're basically giving, putting Rutke into shambles with that, especially if you end up in a scenario where on a revote, KT votes for the wrong person and they have to deal with that afterwards. Um, we didn't end up seeing this. This could have been fun. And I don't know if it was the best way for them to push it, but it could have worked to their advantage. Yeah. Um... It's, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll take what we got, but um, <clears throat> that might have been, uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, they went with um, trying to push out DC, uh, which, which, um, which had been Tobias's uh, wish from the very beginning. And so, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, like, Bread does show up with the half idol. Um, after Stark had already transferred his half idol to Shannon, and um, and so yeah, I mean, with with like nine minutes, I think they did a good job of getting the information out there. Vote DC. Spread gave me an idol. You know, um, Shan does the same thing with Spencer. Trust me, I'll explain later. Vote DC. Uh, Stark tells Tobias, vote DC. Tobias comes in and, and tells Wind, vote DC. Brett got an uh, Stark got an idol, and it's just like, all right, um, what does Wynn care? Um, Tobias knows that he ain't going anywhere. Um, and, uh, at your point, like you said, at that point, the only person who you're risking alienating um, is is Spencer, um, and he's like, no, I'm going to have to vote for him if you don't vote for D. If you don't vote, what did he say? If you if you vote if you vote for DC, I'm going to have to vote for Stark. I think that's what I think that's what Spencer said. I mean, then Spencer, like with one minute to go, comes into to wins DMs and says, "It's all good. It's all clear. The vote's still on him." I mean, and I did <laughs> in, in classic lion Spencer fashion. Um, yes. Yeah, so, um, with nine minutes before tribal council, Stark receives the half idol and is talking to Shannon, who now has the other half, saying, "Well, what do we do now?" They are trying to get. They spend about what, five of the nine minutes at least, trying to get Spencer and Brad on the same page. Spencer's offline now for part of this and not quite giving the answer. And they're both very set in opposite directions. And uh, I don't know if it was Stark or Shannon or both that said enough of this. And what with one or two minutes before Tribal transfers the half idol back, giving Stark the whole idol. Um, and then Spencer, basically, as people are doing the tribal command, is going to everyone saying, vote for Hen, vote Hen, vote Hen. And <laughs> they don't even have a chance to respond to him. Um, which, I mean, and, you know, no one's talking to each other about that part of it. That could have led to a lot more confusion if a couple people voted the wrong way. Um, yeah. And the other thing is that Tobias, seeing the numbers, being the one with a ton of information on both sides, decides that he's going to throw his vote on to Stark um, to kind of save face with the Rutkas and continue in that double agent role. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, it's a very good move on his part. Um, it looks like he still might, it makes it look like he's still on the outs. And, um, and uh, so, I, I mean, kudos to him for, for, for doing that i mean again um though it's starting to be noticed i, I forget who it was exactly um 
who basically said something along the lines of, you know, this is two votes in a row where Tobias was with us, but didn't vote with us. Um, so uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, that's something that's going to play out later. Um, but yeah, they go in um, and the, uh, and, and I'm sure you've got a nice vote breakdown here for us, but uh, uh, there's a lot of um, lip service paid as there usually is at a, at a tribal council. Um, and because they had basically just kind of taken the afternoon off um, and had barely checked in with anybody. DC, Hen, and KT have no idea what's about to hit them. Yeah. Um, well, so uh, they go to tribal council, and it, so it almost feels like when you hit overtime in a basketball game where you've had like a really crazy last minute with a bunch of back and forth and running around, and then it, it ends up in, in it's, all right deep breath we have now this whole thing to get through um, yeah. and it was really awkward tri tribal because really nobody wanted to show their hand and you were on the voice channel kind of joking like all right that's enough let's just vote it's been 10 minutes and everyone answered a question <coughs> there was really nothing much being said during yeah. the tribal yeah i mean i'm like if, if you know i'm i'm sitting there like thinking i'm if i'm uh, ryan um and I know what's about to happen. I want it to happen as soon as possible because I want to see what happens after. Uh, but he, to his credit, he did his he did his host duties. He did them as well as he always does, um, and he managed to to drag out about thirty minutes worth of uh, back and forth from uh, from these yahoos before uh, somebody said something that was emphatic enough for him to go, okay, well, with that, uh, let's go to the vote. And so the votes come out. There are uh, Stark places idol. Ryan says this is not Ariana Grande, but it is an idol. Um, and, uh, it, you know, in a way it was unnecessary. And this might come up later because Stark got the three votes. Um, the one from uh, 1516 KT and Tobias throwing his vote there. Um, BC threw his vote onto Shannon. Uh, Spencer ended up being the only one voting for 1516. And I was a little bit surprised by that. Um, Wind really didn't quite have the confirmation for DC, but kind of just went with it. Um, and then the four votes from Wind, uh, Shannon, Stark, and Bread, sending DC to Ponderosa. And a, a good game played by DC. I think he ended up on the wrong side. Um, it kind of, I think, got to us a little bit. Um, would have liked to see that play out differently. Yeah, he might have. Uh, he might have flourished over on uh, Arunima with uh, people like Shan and Stark. Um, but um, but yeah, he uh, you know, strange bedfellows, and uh, and, and I think. Uh, his uh, unwavering uh, dedication to that uh, that trio, uh, the Root K3, uh, ended up costing him in the end. He took it well, you know, with class um, that, that you would expect from uh, someone like, uh, you know, that we know of, you know, DC. Um, and um, I think he will be a, um, I honestly think he'll be a, a, a good juror. I mean, I think he'll be a, a level-headed juror who will be able to um, parse what, bitter juries, jurors are saying as they come in. I hope, um, uh, you know, jurors have surprised us, surprised us in the past. Um, he could end up being the saltiest one of them all, but um, I hope that he uh, 
I hope that he's a good one. I really do. So maybe that's where Penny will get her uh, redemption arc for DC in that he will be a fair-minded, non-bitter juror. Uh, so with this move, it pretty much throws the game wide open where you have KT and 15-16 on one side. Uh, you have Shannon and Starks to close. Wind and Tobias still in the middle. Bread and Spencer. Sort of who knows, right? Um, and so let's just real quickly kind of looking at where we are now, what happens next. It looks like um, some of the people are trying to target Stark. I think Stark might wish that he had saved the idol or found a way to keep it in the game, perhaps giving it back to Bread, um, knowing he couldn't have been confident in the votes, but, you know, in hindsight is very 2020 and he didn't need to play it on a very technical sense. Um, but it, so where do you see things going next with this? Well, I mean, it does seem like uh, the, the, the pairs that were there and that are, are still there, but now the, the two pairs that came from the power trios um, have to realize at this point um, that they know they have no power in and of themselves. They don't have the power to affect uh, whatever they want to happen in the game on their own. They're going to have to try to get with at least three other people um, for this first block of uh, this first uh, eight person, um, you know, uh, final eight. Um, they need to realize that Shannon Stark have uh, realized that probably a bit better than um, KT and, and Hen. Um, KT and Hen are not really kind of grasping the concept that this is like a big reset button. A big reset button has been hit in this game. You're at final eight. You might as well beginning, um, be at the very beginning because this is a chance to have a fresh start. And so they're making boot lists instead of focusing on who they should align with. Um, Shannon Stark are kind of working their angles. Tobias and Wind are... Are you know they they feel relatively safe at this point though uh, they're quickly losing cover. Um, so um, Bread and Spencer I don't think are as uh, in good a positions as they probably think they are um, because you know they they're going to have to be kind of beholden to um, to you know these other people as well to to get done what they want to get done. Um, and they're kind of coming at it uh, a little outnumbered, um, pretty much like as uh, independent operators more than anything. Um, so, yeah, this is a, a huge reset for the game. Um, the whole concept of Arunama and, uh, and Rutke at this point is, is dead. Um, nobody should be talking about tribal lines at this point because they've just been wiped out um, and, and, and it, it doesn't matter at this point. So, um, yeah, that's... The thing I found most interesting coming out of all of this uh, mess, um, who is going to ultimately get the most credit for getting DC out of this game? Because um, there's a lot of people who can take credit for Bread's idol may have been what ultimately happened. Um, and if they want to focus to that, you can put a spotlight on Bread and go, this is going to look good for the juror. Let's get Bread out. Um, but, you know, people like us and the viewers know that Tobias was doing a lot of behind the scenes maneuvering 
um, and that none of it would have really mattered if Spencer hadn't gotten on board. So I think you've got like three people between Tobias, Spencer, and Brad who can all lay some claim to what happened. Um, but, you know, Brad right now is the biggest, clearest target because despite the fact that he wanted, you know, he didn't want DC to know, he wanted DC out because DC knew about the half idol. And so he had to play the idol to get DC out. So DC couldn't tell people that he'd had the half idol, but yet Brett has told everybody that he had the half idol and then he gave it to DC. So it's not a secret. So I think um, you're going to see Brett end up a, a big target here um, because right now he's got the flashiest move for the jury, even though he admits it was Stark's idea to, 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 to push it. So uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, um, uh, so I think the, because you mentioned that dynamic going forward where it's going to come down to who can form those relationships and bonds um, to get you know, for voting blocks for the next few tribal and then get further. I, that's why I think as much as I would not want to see it, um, I think Shannon right now is the biggest overall threat because of her ability to form those bonds and relationships. Um, the way that she you know, has that with Stark, who's gonna trust her all the way, Wind uh, is gonna, they probably not gonna be able to vote her off at maybe any point before the very end. Um, Greg seems to really like her and want to keep her safe as much as possible and is keep steering votes away from her. Um, Spencer, well, we'll see. <laughs> Um, and KT and fifteen sixteen kind of are almost scared to talk to her. It seems like uh, fifteen sixteen, I just noticed, hasn't messaged her in I think like four or five days. Almost yeah. as if he's scared that if they talk too much, he's going to be charmed and not want to vote her out. Um, I think that this next vote has to be her, or it has to be Starker Wind, who are going to stick with her. Otherwise, she might just roll right to the end. And I think if she's at the end, she's going to be a very strong jury threat. Yeah, I mean, she may not. Um, she may not win any competitions. Um, but if she gets there, um, like you said, she's going to be tough to beat in final tribal council. I think her her uh, her story is kind of forming. Uh, in a very similar fashion to um, to a season three champion um, from Mojo Desert, Carstaway, and just a really likable, um, and then with the numbers and just you know and maybe had a couple moves and just you know works her way down to the uh, works her way down to the final you know, F, you know FTC, yeah like you said if she works her way down to FTC um, she could be hard to beat. Um, I don't think they're blind to that fact, but it's also a question of when you make that move, because right now, a lot of people need her to vote with them to protect themselves. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I almost wonder if she ends up like a Suri, where she's not gonna she's gonna have the bonds, but not gonna win the challenges. And at the final four, she's when she she can't pull out a win. Everyone says, well, she's gonna easily win, and she has to go here as much as we love her. Um, 
Yeah, I think that was about all that I had for a recap for this week. I think you had um, a couple, maybe one or two other things that you had wanted to talk about. No, what was I? No, no, no. I was. Uh, that was a. I was, if, if you're talking about what I said in the uh, the viewers lounge, I was alluding to my actual podcast episode for Mojo Desert. Ah, okay. Well, thank you for clearing that up. Um, <laughs> all right. So I guess that's all we have uh, for this week. For, yeah. For this episode. I will be back soon. <sighs> yeah, be definitely. Fun with these next tribals. Yeah, buckle in. Um, we had a day off. It was fun for. Uh, it was fun as a viewer to just kind of take a breath and uh, and not you know be too worried about the game. Um, I'm sure it was uh, relaxing for the players. Um, we'll, we'll probably talk about uh, their activities level, their activity levels here on this day off uh, in the next episode. But uh, buckle in because uh, it's what 11, 12 days before the um, before the finale, and uh, there's a lot left to come. All right. Um, well, thanks so much, Hirsch, uh, for being on with me today and for another episode. Yes, sir. Good seeing you. You take care. We'll see you next time. Peace. And, uh, thanks so much for everyone listening. Uh, we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.